Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. Today's guest is Jay from The Challenge. He's also the first American survivor to go on to The Challenge. We talk about what it was like having another survivor, Natalie, be on the show with him, who, how him and Teresa became partners, and what other survivors he would want to go on The Challenge and more. Enjoy. I do want to talk about this week's episode. I want to get right into it. Um, it seems like this week has, well, this show has turned into Kyle and Devin versus Fessy and Josh, sides of the house. And then Cam and Leroy are kind of right in the middle playing a perfect game. So I want to know, where do you lie on that? Because it seems like people were saying you were in the middle and you were playing a great social game. Um, so when it came down to it, whose side were you on? And what is your take on this whole huge robbery they have? Because it's kind of getting personal with them attacking each other verbally each and every week. Well, with Kyle and Devin, um, I met Devin for the first time in the house. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't be like completely on Devin's side when I already knew Josh from a past season and Casey and Fessy and worked with them last season. Um, well, I didn't even get to work with anybody in all honesty. I just got thrown in every time. But uh, yeah, so with them, it was it was more of a, a loyalty thing where it was like, you guys were rookies last season, excluding Josh. So uh, let's all work together. I got your guys' back. But um, I was actually just, you know, going with – it was my first time being able to actually even play the game. So for me, it was who can I actually trust more and who do I believe in and who have I made, like, pregame alliances with out of the house, like actual friends. So um, a lot of people could get mad at me, like, oh, my God, you didn't tell me. Uh, you blindsided me. Or, but the truth of the matter is, is like everyone blindsides everyone in the house. The only difference was I didn't tell you. Yeah, I should have told you just because out of respect thing. That's what I usually do, but I didn't do it this time. And, you know, I didn't follow my, my heart and my gut and bit me in the ass because they threw me down. <laughs> so sick. But at the same time, like I told Josh that I had his back from the beginning. So when he started doing that whole flipping thing, you know, I don't know where we would have lied watching this week's episode because he had already said my name right in front of Casey and then said my name in the deliberation. And I'm like, yo, man, what's going on with this? Like, what's up? So it is what it is. Um, and then you being the first Survivor crossover from CBS, do you feel any ties to the Big Brother crew just because you're from the same network or is it completely different? Because we've seen the Big Brother Alliance kind of quote unquote take over this game, but you were the only survivor person because now they had to go home and it was just you by yourself. So can you just talk about how those shows tie into together coming from CBS, if they do? Um, no, they don't. Okay. In all honesty, I just tied in with them because Fessy and Casey jumped in with me on the rookie season. We became friends and we're close. Um, and Josh, I knew him before I was even on the challenge, before uh, I was even on X on the Beach. I knew him from a uh, charity event that was going on in Orlando. So at the end of the day, it was like, Josh is a friend. So it, it's like, I know him, you know? It'd be the same as like Nelson. Like I, I, Nelson, I knew from X on the beach. So we were already friends. We were already acquaintances. We had already, you know, worked out together, hung out together, got drunk together, done stupid shit together. Like, um, so 
So it wasn't like, oh my God, I have to work with Big Brother because I like Devin too. Devin's cool. <laughs> and I love Kyle. Kyle's the man. So I'm good with both. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to get into the drama between the rookie girls. Um, it seems Big T, Amber M, Amber B, and Gabby have kind of, well, it's the three have split up from Amber B with the Big Brother crew. What's your take on that whole situation, being in the house and then obviously seeing it play out this week on that itty-bitty committee getting kind of destroyed? Well, um, seeing Amber B, I knew she was always part of the Big Brother crew. She'd said it from day one. She said, Jay, I'm going to work with you too because you're from CBS. But then watching it back, I'm like, well, she played a, per- a pretty good game considering, you know, she used who she needed to use to get further in the game. She... I mean, I was blindsided two weeks ago when I saw that she voted for me because she told me she never would and she always had my back and was telling Teresa every day, like, I'll never vote for Jay. I got Jay's back. And then the next thing I see the the episode and I'm like, so that was all bullshit. (laughs) And um, now seeing that, you know, Gabby and Big T and everyone caught on, she blindsided Amber M. Not even a blindside, but, you know, kind of, where she's like, I'm not going to throw her in, but she's voting for her. So... I mean, you got to make big moves in the game to get further in the game sometimes. And, you know, you can't just stick by the itty bitty committee if that's what they're calling themselves and uh, just do whatever they say. So people are going to get upset because that's why that's the name of the game is to play the game. So when, the, when you're with an alliance and it's working and it's getting you further in the game, good job. And then when it comes down time for, hey, you need to switch things up, you need to make a big move for yourself. She did what she needed to do. Yeah. So... Plus, she's with Big Brother. She's from Big Brother from the start. So if they thought for one second that they're going to take Amber Amber B and be like, oh, she's ours now. She's from Big Brother. Those people stick together so hardcore. It's insane. Uh-huh. Um, so before we get to the, the elimination of the hall brawl, you and Nam kind of developed a strong relationship throughout the season. Jam, baby. I love my boy. I feel like this episode was just... I mean, the Nam and Lolo show. They're constant fighting, constant bickering. Um, and then I've seen some people, like spoilers, say they act like a married couple the whole season. So if you could just give your opinion on that whole dysfunctional relationship. Yeah, I was Dr. Phil the whole season. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was Dr. Phil sitting there just like, Lolo, you need to chill out. Like, Nam, you know, he doesn't speak English. He's like, that's not an excuse, Jay. I'm like, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good excuse when he comes from Germany and they have different, like, you know, mannerisms and manners and way they go, ways they go about things where you're an Olympian. You have coaches yelling at you all day. So that's what you were craving. Nam is not your coach. He's your partner. And on top of that, Nam is such a respectful dude that even when, like, when you saw the fight go down, when they're, when they're arguing, he's like, that's your point of view. Yes, I respect your point of view. It's your point of view. And that's why I always got along with Nam because he doesn't take things very much to heart. And oh, I mean, he does take things very much to heart, but he like when he plays, when he's like thinking literally and logically, it's like a good conversation. That's why me and him, they didn't really show much of it, but we were hanging out like all the time. Lolo even says, she's like, I'm the third wheel in your guys' relationship. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, because Nam usually wants to hang out with me, so it's fine. <laughs> but, um, He's just a good, he's an outstanding dude. Like, even if you saw the, the hanging challenge where I'm holding Teresa over the cliff, you know, 
Nam, Nam loses to me and he looks at me and he's like, keep going, bro. Great competition. Like, let's keep battling, you know? And I'm like, damn, that dude's got like honor. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about like, oh, I want to look better than you are. I, I, like he doesn't care about any of that stuff. So I respect him in that nature because he's there to compete and he's there to battle. And uh, he's like one of my brothers out there. Like I, I met that dude the first time this season and like off rip, we just got along and we understood each other. And it's so crazy because he's like, you know, Hercules' cousin from Germany. He sculpted and I'm just like that skater dude from down the street. And it's like, hey man, we get along. This is dope. This is why I love the show. Uh-huh. Um, do you think, obviously Lolo is going to the Olympics. I think she just won a bobsled world championship last week. Do you think we'll see Lolo and Nam again, or do you think this will be a one and done for them? Uh, congratulations to Lolo for sure for doing that. Like good job getting that, getting that done. Um, I know she trains hard for it. So like good for her. And then as far as seeing them again, I don't know if Lolo would ever want to play. Uh, I know Nam you know, would want to play again. So it depends. I don't know who's getting calls. I don't know what's going on. So you know how that works. So if me and him ever got to play again, it'd be sick, man. I'd be stoked out of my mind. I would love to see you guys on like a best friends type of season instead of rivals. Like you work with your closest ally. I think you and Nam together could go really far, really far. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, Cause there would be like no arguments, no drama. Yeah. The only thing that we'd have drama for is like playing backgammon or cards because like he'll go on, he'll go on winning streaks. And I don't understand. I've never seen like the luck that this guy has. He'll roll these dice and backgammon. I'm like, how do you have so much luck, dude? Yeah. So that would be like our most drama. <laughs> um, so I want to get to the, the end of the episode. We have, I saw one person said the worst Paul brawl in the history of the challenge um, between Amber M and Amber B um there's seems like there's a divide between the community the challenge fans among like competitors and the personalities right so the people that like the personalities love amber m but the people that love the competitors don't so you just talk about the hall brawl in general and then that dynamic of are you there for drama or are you there for competition purposes you know amber m as a personality and as a person is a feisty little individual mm -hmm. she doesn't take nobody's stuff she's gonna stand up for herself and at the end of the day like how can anyone be mad at like a four foot eleven or five foot whatever she is like mini me of amber b how can anyone be mad at someone you know trying she tried she ran in the hall brawl she didn't quit she didn't sit back and say oh i'm not gonna do it she went for it. She's the smallest competitor I think that's ever been on the challenge ever. So like, I don't know what people would expect. Like, oh my God, I want to see Amber M actually annihilate Amber B. Amber B's probably got like 30 pounds on her, even though she's skinny too. Like you're seeing two dainty little, little girls, you know, going head to head in a hall brawl. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see like a Fessy and Nelson or a Joss Mooney and a Derek K battling or like a fucking like a Leroy and Jay on a, on a rope thing or a Wes versus Devin or, a, you know, the Tory versus Jenny from a couple of years ago. Yeah. Or like a CT versus Fessy. That's like everyone's dream. a CT versus Fessy. Cause I was thinking of like, Oh, Josh is a big dude. Like battle with CT. No, but like a CT versus Fessy. Mm-hmm. To see that, you'd be like, 
oh my God, this is about to be amazing. <laughs> Whereas like it's Amber M versus Amber B. They're both like what? Like 105 pounds soaking wet. And then the other one's like 98 pounds. Like, well, come on, man. Yeah. You can't be mad at that girl for that. She, she ran. <laughs> so I respect the fact that she ran. She got conquered, but she ran. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think some of the fans take it a little too, too much. Um, the fans, the problem sometimes is that some, some of the fans think that this is like gladiator. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to see people compete. It's cool to see people go head to head. It's cool to have like the adrenaline running and you see like, damn, they're, they're giving it their all and they're fighting for, for what they want. It's not cool if someone's like breaking their arm yeah. or, you know, like what if they crack their neck so hard that it's like terrible? That's not cool. I don't think that that's cool. Like, oh, when I go into this head to head hall brawl, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break his arm. That's not competition. Like you don't go in foot. Like, I mean, I mean, it is, but it's not at the same time. Like they're, they want like blood and guts and gore, but it's like, yo, we're all humans too. Like it's going to hurt. If somebody breaks their arm, it's going to hurt. If the bone pops out of the skin, like it's not just, Ooh, just go in there and die. We want to watch someone die. And it's like, yo, relax, dude. We're here to compete, not yeah. kill each other. So I do want to, Going back to the beginning um, and talking about the injuries, we had three girls uh, medically taken out of the game, Natalie, Nicole, and Liv. Two of them were from the same challenge, the semi-truck thing. Yeah, it was um, Nicole and Liv. Yeah. So if you could just talk about like the morale of the house after those three girls left, two from one challenge, um, just about, I don't want to say the danger, but just about how serious this, these competitions really are. And how would it affect challenges are intense, man. So anyone that can, anyone that can say like, oh, I could go out there and do it. Like, it's one thing to, to be able to say, oh, I can go out there and do it. It'd be easy. It's a cakewalk. And at the end of the day too, it's like, can you really though? Because we're fighting on top of a semi-truck without harnesses and we're not strapped to anything. And you know you're going to get body slammed. And also, you're going to fall in that net. And if you fall incorrectly, you can scorpion. What if you fall face first in the net and you scorpion and you crack your back? What if you fall out the back of the truck and you fall off the truck? Because that's possible. Mm -hmm. You know? That was the first time that they didn't do harnesses. What if, like, there's so many things. Leroy, on his one season, remember when he slipped off the car? Yeah. He got yeah. really hurt. Yeah. He got really hurt. So hanging from the helicopter, what if you dangle on the helicopter, you get your arm stuck inside the, the, the cargo net and the helicopter dips the cargo net and now you're getting ripped underwater while your arm is getting torn up. You're going to end up like that. <laughs> so like people could be like, they can say whatever they want. Like, Oh, we want to see this and they could have done better. But until you're out there, you don't understand the nature of the game. Like this is a very hard, difficult and I mean, I'm addicted to it because I love the adrenaline. I mean, I do stupid stuff on my own time. So like, whatever, but um, yeah, just, just enjoy the game for what it is. Love everybody, respect everybody on the show because they're, they're putting their heart out there on the line. They're putting themselves on the line. So just go with it. All right. So I want to go back to day one. You guys found out you're on partners and you're with Teresa. So some people have said they like heard Teresa's name, but didn't exactly know who she was.
but it's come out that you've watched the show. So I'm assuming you knew who she was and how good she is. So if you could just talk about how you and Teresa ended up together and what was your thoughts seeing her return and then ended up working with her? Seeing Teresa return, I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is an OG OG. Like, this is, this is old school. This is what's up. So then when we got to pick partners, it was Amber B actually had looked at me and wanted to team up with me and gave me that, like, you want to go together? Like, and I was like, no. <laughs> you know, like that quick turn where you're like, nah, I can't do that. So then as I turn around, I see Teresa there and Teresa's like, and I'm like, hell yeah, that's a solid team. Because if I pair up with Amber B, rookie with rookie, because I'm basically still a rookie, throw them down every time. And I already learned last season, like, you don't want to be on the end of that stick because they're going to do it every time. You don't know that it's going to end up like this season where, you know, the itty bitty committee is actually making moves and people are doing things. And seeing Teresa, I'm like, she's got connections to OGs. She's got connections to West, to CT. She knows people. This is perfect. It's because they're going to probably want to throw me down again. So I'll team up with her because they're not going to want to betray her. She's going to get mad at them because they're actual friends. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have my rookies that I'm friends with and we can collaborate and get further in the game. So it was a good, it was, it was probably like dream team for me. That and, or, and, or, if like I got Cam. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. I was going to ask if you couldn't have Teresa, like who was your first, if you won the challenge, who would you have picked? Like Anissa or Ashley. Okay. Ashley. So, she's gone at that point, but yeah. yeah. Ashley, I expected Cam, but why Ashley? I love Ashley. Yeah, but I feel like Ashley's targeted so much nowadays that I, I wonder why. Because I think she's great, but I know a lot of people have a her tar a target on her back. Because she's so good. Mm -hmm. that's why because everyone is scared of her and they don't give her the the true like the credit that she deserves she can the reason that i wanted to vote at ashley out with teresa that night and put cam against her mm -hmm. is because of the fact of how good she was me and teresa got first place in the mini final coming behind us by like 30 seconds was Corey and ashley mm -hmm. right after that was like 10 minutes 10 minutes of like, it was a blowout. Like no one else was even close. Okay. So that happening, happening, I had the ability to decide, okay, the two strongest girls for running in this game are Teresa and Ashley. No one else could even keep up. So on that note, because every other girl had a strong male competitor with them, mm -hmm. no one else can even keep up. So if I eliminate Ashley, I have the strongest runner in the game. Yeah monopolize the women, take my partner with me to the end, be the absolute best dream team and smoke everybody. Yeah. Down for that. So then everyone's like, why would you ever do that? You just went for Ashley. Like, and I'm like, because I'm thinking logically on how I can like get it, get it a, a step ahead instead of like worrying about like, you know, they, some of the, some of the players, even in the house were like, why would you eliminate a strong girl? You might want to go to the end with her. And I'm like, because in my head, I'm just going to take the strongest girl and leave you all behind. That's what I'm going to do. Because I know I'm going to have to go down and get my gold skull. I know I'm going to have to compete. So Ashley, being the woman that she is, super strong at puzzles, super strong at math, super strong at endurance challenges and running. She's won a final. She's taking the money. She's a beast, dude. Yeah. She's a beast.
So anytime people say to me like, oh, you hate Ashley. I'm like, actually, no, I really, really respect and love Ashley. And it was just sad that she wasn't my partner in this game because it had it been anyone else. Had Ashley come up to me in the beginning of the game and been like, Jay, us, I probably would have done it. Yeah. I know she's taking money because I'm not Hunter. I would have been like, all right, I'll do it. I've never bashed you on Twitter. I've never bashed you on live. I've never done anything. Yeah. You and me, let's go. Yeah. I and think- then maybe face the consequences. Maybe she steals all the money again. But, like, at least I won a final. <laughs> I think she's one of the best. It's just since War of the Worlds 2, she was, I think the first or second one out last season. She was targeted early this season because of her and CT. I feel like she's going to have – she needs some more of her friends to come back because with these rookies coming in, they're going to keep targeting her because she's one of the best to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She, she's – they're scared of her. Just like the rookies are scared of Cam, but not like the difference between Ashley and Cam is if you throw Cam into an elimination, she's more than likely going to win. Yeah. If you throw Ashley into one, it's a gamble because you don't know what it could be. So maybe she'll win. Maybe she'll lose. The girls are scared of Cam. Who's more intimidating? Cam, obviously she's bigger, stronger, you know? So you know, if I was, if I was Amber M, I'd be like, do I want to throw down Ashley and get her mad? Or do I want to throw down Cam and get her mad? Uh, I'll probably go with Ashley. Yeah. Um, so I want to go into where your guys' game takes a turn when you eventually do throw in Cam versus Ashley. Um, basically just putting it out there. Do you think this was the downfall of your game? Like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think because I threw down Cam versus Ashley was the downfall of my game. I think because I didn't tell Cam and Ashley and Corey and Kyle and everyone, I think it was the fact that I was just like, yeah, last season they all blindsided me and they all just screwed me over every single time. None of you deserve anything. (laughs) Even last season, Corey voted me down last season. So he's so mad this season. Like you threw me down. How could you? I'm like, you threw me down last season. You could have helped me last season. You didn't. So whatever. It is what it is. But I knew it wasn't a guy's day. I was putting pieces and puzzles together in my mind. Like, okay, is it going to be guys or girls? Why? This and that. Did my homework. And I kind of figured it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a girl's day. Pretty sure. Yeah. I'm going to take care of Corey. And he's going to be all right. I even told Corey that I was like, I even told him that we we're going to make the house vote him and Ashley. Uh-huh. And he was like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> they didn't show that, but he knew, like, it's pretty close. It's either Amber M and you and Ash. So, uh, yeah, just not. And then I could have told Cam and just came back in my room and been like, hey, Cam, uh, I'm probably going to throw you down tomorrow. And uh, I hope you beat Ashley. That's why I'm giving you the heads up. Mm-hmm. Should have done. I could not should have. I could have done that. Um, but I didn't. And I got bit in the ass with it because she got mad and everyone got pissed. And then the next thing I know, I have to defend myself versus Leroy, which I loved. And um, I'm not even upset. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I do want to get into the elimination versus Leroy. Um, I guess I just want to ask. I've heard that it was like under a minute long that you guys just completely destroyed it. Um, and that you probably would have beat everybody else in that. Yeah. And you, you fully agree with that, those statements? That 100%. You, okay. I would have smoked anybody on that thing. 
Just Lee Royce. Yeah. Lee Royce done it before. Yeah. I've never done that. I've never shackled my feet and my arms to a pole and been like, I'm going to scoot down the pole and then I'm going to scoot back. <laughs> like, who does that? He's had the opportunity to do that before. He's also a savage competitor. He even told me, he's like, hey, Jay, I might throw someone else down against you. And I said, no, 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 no. I want to go against you. I want you to come down. I want you to battle me. I want to go against the absolute best. Because if I beat you, then damn it, I did it again. <laughs> I beat CT last season. I beat you this season. Like, I'll be in heaven, you know, saying like, I'm taking, I'm taking people out. Like I'm here to play, you know? So unfortunately I did not get to take Leroy out because I would have taken him out, maybe stolen his girlfriend and pissed him off more just to do it in, in his face and be like, Hey, I'm taking care of him as my partner, buddy. Have a good walk. You know, like, <laughs> um, but he got, he got the best of me this game and uh, shout out to him. He's an absolute incredible athlete with that. And um, yeah, had it been anyone else, Bye. Um, so you kind of answered it a little bit, but my next question was going to be, would you have kept Teresa or would you have traded her for somebody like Cam or somebody else? So at that moment in time, right, if I would have won a gold skull, the probability of me going back down is very high, mm -hmm. considering they're already thinking about throwing Devin back down. You know what I'm saying? He's already got a gold skull. They don't look at him as a stronger um, – competitor so they're okay with throwing Devin down so I would have a high chance of going back down so with that being said I'm already in hot water with Teresa so I know that I eliminated one of the greatest endurance girls Ashley which leaves Teresa left in the game and Casey and Cam I don't want to align with Casey because that's a CBS double duo they'll no problem setting us down again but Casey's a great competitor because she's quiet and she knows how to move socially. Cam, she's already got a gold skull. No one's going to mess with her. So what I would have done was possibly, I don't know because I'm not in the situation, but thinking of it now, uh, possibly go to Cam, stay safe for a while. If Teresa can, can find her way out of the hot water, get a gold skull, they'll probably throw me down again. And if they don't, great, I'm running the final with Cam. She's, she's a beast, so I'd be okay with it. I would have to go against Teresa, which would be hard, but <clears throat> I'd be with Cam, and if they threw me in again with Cam, then I'd go in, and if I won right before the final, grab Teresa back, good to go. Yeah. And then my plan would have worked flawlessly, and then people would have been like, what an amazing gameplay, but instead now they're like, Jay, that was so stupid. You did it on a girl's day. But if it worked... <laughs> um, yeah so i do want to get into this season the champions were targeted early um ct and west specifically um and then last season you played with champions bananas who everybody thinks is the greatest of all time jordan who has one of the best records and then rogan who kind of floated through the end but also proved himself on total madness um so I want to know what were your thoughts when you didn't when these three champions weren't there this season, and then how do you think they would have changed the game if those three were casted? Um, if Rogan had been casted, you know, we mended our differences. We get along. So uh, sometimes he pisses me off. Sometimes I piss him off. I'm sure. Um, Jordan, absolute athlete, beast. 
Uh, last season, he didn't work with me. I was a rookie. You know, I had to prove myself. Um, he even said that. He's like, man, welcome to the challenge. Like, you got to prove yourself. It is what it is. And I was like, all right, cool. I respect that. He's uh, a very, you know, literal face-to-face, just like, do what you got to do. You're here for a reason. Show us. And then I'll work with you. Uh-huh. Tori was there. So, like, she had started respecting me. And for once now, finally, she's like, oh, yeah, we can talk and do this. But first season, I was like – I was just like uh, a black sheep. Like he's brand new. He's one of the very few rookies here. Throw him in every time. Uh, Johnny Bananas, last season we didn't really talk. I mean, we share a, uh, a girlfriend. So I don't know how that would have went. If he, if he wanted me out, he could have been like, oh, okay, well, I want to take Jay out because this is just weird. Yeah. So he could have rallied more people. Um, a lot of things could have changed. But, I mean, we did play with – three champions still. We had Ashley, CT, and Wes. And Darrell. And Darrell. So Darrell, too, was also very cool in the house. He, we got along completely fine. I never voted for him. He never – I don't think he – oh, no, he did vote for me in the end. I mean, I went against Cam, so that was his alliance. But um, super cool dude. I have nothing against Darrell. I think he's a great competitor and challenger. Uh, a lot of self-respect and a lot of self-control because, you know – he had his arguments in the house with like the big brother crew too. And they were, you know, chill. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I don't give a shit. Come, <laughs> they can do whatever they want. <laughs> uh, Come to the house. I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll go in elimination against you, whatever. So I want to talk about, before we get on to total madness, one more thing with double agents. I feel like the biggest storyline so far has been the Fessy Nelson breakup, Tory giving Fessy exactly what he wanted, and then. Um, but what was your take on that whole debacle of Nelson versus Fessy and Tory giving him what he wanted, which was his own ally? When we got back in the house, all I said to Fessy was, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's your friend, dude. What are you doing?" And uh, he's like, bro, I had to play my game. Like, this, this is why I did it. And I was going to lose a friend regardless. I was like, yeah, but you already knew you are going to end up winning something another day. All you had to do was let your friends battle it out. That's like, mm-hmm. if your two friends are fighting, you don't just walk into the fight and knock out one of your friends. And you're like, all right, we're good. No more fight. No, you just, you just let them fight or you just split it up. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's the Fessy thought that that was what was best for his game. And, you know, he's still in the game. So it might come back to bite him in the ass later with Nelson. But he's still in the game. So he could end up winning and being like, hey, I'm done. I won one. I'm out. Peace. Never need to play again. But knowing Fessy, even if he won six in a row, probably he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to come back. <laughs> um, so I do want to go back to Total Madness, which feels like forever ago. Um, a lot of people are interested in like the casting process. Um, so obviously you came from Survivor, but how did they reach out to you? And once you, was this something you were ready to go right away? Did they make you an alternate for a couple of seasons before? Or how, how did it all go down with you coming from Survivor, being the first one from Survivor? Being the first American from Survivor. Shout out to Turbo. Yeah. Um, how did it happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much like this. Hello? Hey, Jay, uh, why aren't you answering your emails? We've reached out to you. What? What are you talking about? We emailed you. Do you want to be on the challenge or not? You have like literally 12 hours to respond. 
what email? I didn't get an email. What's your email? Tell my email. Oh, we wrote it wrong. Oh, okay. Uh, you're fucking with me. No, we're not. No, you're messing with me. No, we're not. Do you want to play the challenge or not? A hundred percent. Thank you. Yes. <clears throat> That's how it went. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about total madness. Uh, one of the most weird seasons we've ever had, just the bunker and the skulls coming in. So first thoughts getting into there, going to the bunker, what was your thoughts on that whole, that whole situation? Of not being able My first thoughts were, holy shit, I'm on the challenge. Okay. That's everyone's first thoughts. So it was like, I'm standing in a, in a bunker right now with Wes, with CT, with Nani, with Ashley, with Jordan. There's a camera right here. I'm actually on the show. What? <laughs> and then after was, get me out of this bunker, damn it. <laughs> we need to do a challenge today. There's like no windows. It was miserable. I hated the bunker. In the beginning, you see me say like, oh my God, it's like we're on a vacation because I mean, we're not getting rained on, so it's not that bad. But then once you start taking away sunlight from someone, then I realized the difference between like, you know, being cooped up in a box versus also just getting rained on. So they both had their very intense emotional, uh, whatever word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. So I've been playing this game with the challengers and I've had a couple big brother players on last season during all stars. Um, just your first impression, like I'm gonna give you a name and if you can give me your first impression when you first met that person. I love this game. Yeah. All right. So the first one I got is Wes. What was your first impression of Wes? Possum. Okay. Just because he kept saying it all that, that it's like ingrained in my head now because I'll always be like, Wes, let's like, come on, man. I'm a rookie. I want to play with you. Like the first rookie ever that actually wants to play with you. And he's like, no, not this season. <laughs> um, the next one I have is Jordan. Jordan? Sad, like beast, savage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he beat Josh. In that uh, the worlds too, yeah. I don't. I to this day, I'm like Josh. How in the freak did you lose that? Yeah. And then I asked Jordan. I always ask Jordan because I'm very impressed with him, and I'm always like, bro, how did you do that with like one hand? Can you like show me? Because if he has a strategy to use with like one hand, I have two. Luckily, thank God. So if I could learn, you know, something new from him, because he always has an interesting like. You know, you have to figure out different ways. Like when you, when, when, like he doesn't have a hand, so he has to figure out new ways and new strategies to, to figure things out. So I'm so impressed by that dude because he rides dirt bikes. He, you know, does triathlons. Like I'm, I'm beyond obsessed with how intelligent he is and creative he is to be able to maneuver his way through things. Sorry, back to the game. It's just me like fangirling on Jordan because like, He's an interesting and strong individual. And I'm just like, wow, how the fuck? <laughs> um, the next one I have, we, we talked about her a little bit, is Ashley, Millionaire Mitchell. She's that bitch. She's not a bitch. She's that bitch. <laughs> yeah. um, next, I have Big T. Big Tula. I just think of her accent. <laughs> And then the last one I have is somebody you really didn't get along with too well is Rogan. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so getting into total madness, a lot of fans didn't like the season just because it was so boring with like, let me raise my hand after you went home, obviously, because they kept throwing you in time after time, kind of raising their hand to go in. But the season before world of the worlds two was a mess to say the least. It was seemed it was car Marie and Paulie versus Jordan and Tori. Um, and then it was constant fighting, constant bickering. People turbo got uh, ejected from the game. So when you came into Total Madness and you didn't see these players that were there last season, what were your thoughts? And did you think it was going to be as messy as War of the Worlds 2 was? My thoughts were, damn it, Polly and Cara aren't here. I've always wanted to, to, to meet Cara Marie. Like, she's a staple of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like the woman Johnny Bananas of, of the challenger used to be. Um, as far as Polly, I was like, shit, I'm friends with Polly. <laughs> I know Polly. This would have helped. Um, I would have got great with that alliance. But um, yeah, there was just not, not a lot of drama. A lot of them told, said too, like Polly and Carr aren't here, so there's not a lot of drama, thank God. And then I also think it had to do with the fact that we were in a bunker. You know what I'm saying? So being trapped in a bunker, no one really wants to get more stressed out. You're already on like, like stress level 10,000 because you're like, there's no windows. I'm so stressed. Whereas being in a house where you actually get to have fun and you're like super relaxed, someone can piss you off because being in a bunker, you're like, man, that's all right. Like, I'll just let this slide because right now I'm dealing with my own shit. I'm in this bunker. I'm freaking out on my own. Whereas Mm -hmm in a mansion with a pool and everyone's hot and everyone's enjoying themselves and everyone's like hooking up or getting drunk. I mean, there's things to get mad about if you're hooking up with a chick and then the next day she's hooking up with somebody else, you know, you never know, but in a bunker, you're freezing, you're upset, you're cooped up, you're getting depressed. Like there's nothing. I don't think people had enough energy to want to fight in a bunker. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, because even me like throwing me down every time I was getting pissed I'm like what the fuck you know and I even told him like why don't you guys switch it up you're all cowards like do something different Mm -hmm. but that's like over time in the beginning too I'm like man whatever like I'm gonna just go prove myself I'm in this bunker I'm already dealing with this let me let me figure that out um so you win against ASAF you win against CT which was the legendary moment um and then we have the Rogan elimination um so i think it Wait, was, there, was a, there was an elimination with rogan yeah <laughs> oh, i don't uh, remember <laughs> I, I, I was gonna ask i was gonna say they said it was like concussion symptoms i don't know if it was, was it diagnosed as a concussion i i think they told me like i had mild mild concussion i just want to know what do you remember about that night being there um uh, i remember being super excited because i was like come on rogan let's fucking go and he's like yeah i'm down so he comes down uh Remember putting on the suits? Remember them giving me a mask saying, hey man, like this is to protect your face so it doesn't burn. I'm like, what are you talking about? It doesn't burn. Then, <laughs> then the next thing I know, TJ's like, all right, you guys are playing fireball or whatever. And then I'm like, fireball. And, he, and then they light the, the ball on fire and he's like, all right, ready, go. Burn. Went. And then all I remember is, yeah. And, that's, and then uh, I just remember a couple moments after that, like when the nurse, 
she's like, okay, now we're going to switch the teams, Jay. And like, now you got to tackle Rogan. I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I only played one time. And she's like, no, Jay, you went three times. And you kept telling us like, you're good to go. And I was like, holy shit. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> so then uh, that's when they were like, wait, you don't remember any of that stuff? And then they checked me. And then they were like, yeah, you can't. You can't continue, dude. Because I yeah. kept asking the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I've dealt with that before. One of my friends, uh, shout out to my brother, Ethan, in Florida. We were skating one time and he's, we were skating. He ate it and he banged his head and all he kept asking for was like, uh, he's like, oh, you got my phone, my wallet, my keys for like an hour. And we're all like, yo, we need to take him to the hospital. So them looking out for me, you, you know, uh, that's why I love the challenge because you get to compete, but you're also safe because yeah. they care. Mm-hmm. So. If you were to win that elimination, do you think it would have just kept going J, 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 every single elimination? At that point, if I would have won that elimination, I fucking hope so. <laughs> because then I could have been like, send me, give me another one, bro. Because at that point, I would have been in the mindset of like, okay, I would have been in the mindset of like, fuck you all. I'm going to take you all one by one by one, and I'm going to do my best. If this is my first season where I just get to go back to back to back and take you all out, I'm going to try my damn best. Let's go. I don't even care if I fucking win. That'll be me winning is like me taking each and every one of you out. So if I would have won, then yeah, I would have came back in the house. Very, very like straightforward. Like, yeah, fuck you. Next week, you and me, let's go. Uh And I would have been like, yeah, put him in. Let's go. You want to throw me in again? Put him in. Let's go. Um, so going back to Big Brother, we got four Big Brother rookies debut the same time you did. We yeah. were all on the same season. Side note, though, I, I didn't, I didn't win the Rogan one, and uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they were all in the same season as me. Yeah, and it was obviously they were working together, and it kind of looked like you were kind of in there, but then always like the last one on the outside. Um, so. Who do you think your closest allies were on Total Madness coming in as a rookie? Like who, who did you have their back and they had your back? Was it the Big Brother crew or was it somebody else? Swaggy, Nelson, Ashley, and Issa. Okay. Nelson was like, hey, man, I don't know how we can get you out of this. Like, and he would try to help me try to figure it out. Swaggy, because, you know, he was the closest one I was to Big Brother. Fessy also had my back because he never said my name and he never went against me, even if it was against the whole house, which I respected. And um, I mean, all of them, because I met them all at the same time, except for Nelson. Uh But um, Anissa also, Anissa was one of the the very few people outside of like the newbies that actually were like, I'm gonna try to save you. And she did, she saved me the first week because it was supposed to be me. But instead, the house vote was a soft uh-huh. because Anissa f- helped me flip them. Yeah. So after that, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just I was on my own on that in that season. Like those are just people that I was thinking of, like who like I really talked to and hung out with. Yeah. But no, nah, I was screwed from the get go. Walking in is like, oh, you're a lone survivor. All right, go ahead, lone survivor. Every time. Yeah. Um. So. Coming in as a rookie, right? And I, I want to tie this into double agents. You guys, I'm sure, know who the cast are. We know who the cast was quarantining for this season. Is there a lot of, like, messaging on Instagram? Like Wes says, how he DMs everybody on Instagram. 
about working together. And I want to know how serious are those relationships that happen over messaging before the season starts? Coming in as a rookie in my first season of the challenge, I didn't message anyone. Did anybody message you? Uh, I didn't answer. Okay. I literally wanted it to be like my first season of Survivor where I'm walking in and I'm like, because I wanted the, the, the adrenaline rush of what I got on Survivor. Yeah. Of like the first time show where you just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what you're getting into. And I wanted to feel that again. And uh, boy, oh boy, did I feel that. <laughs> Probably should have DM'd some people before that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do want to go into Survivor. Before we do that, I have a couple of viewer questions that they sent in about the challenge first. Cool. If you don't mind. The first one is, if you could pick one female and one male partner all time, like you can go back to like Landon, The Miz, Evelyn, who would you pick to be your one male and one female partner and why? Derek K. Okay. Because I fucking love watching <laughs> that dude do some shit. He does stuff and you're like, yo, how? <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be a cool team. And then... Um, Landon would also be a beast though. Like that dude was a freaking beast, bro. Uh, Jordan, Jordan as well. That's another good one. Um, female pick. See, I was thinking like with my boy brain where I was like, oh yeah, she's hot. But uh, no, Car Maria okay. is a beast. Um, or Tori would be, Tori would be a good, good uh, partner. She'd be really good. Okay. Because even back in the day, she held her own when she was first new and she was holding her own. It was like, all right, respectable. Yeah. I was thinking for female Jenny was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. Jenny's an absolute, like new, new, brand new faces ever. Yeah. Give me Jenny right now. <laughs> um, and then my next viewer question is about Morgan. Um, she did one season of the challenge. If she were to come back with bananas, do you think you guys would have had some kind of secret alliance, like the West and Bananas Alliance, or do you think it would have been you versus them type of thing? That's what, that, that was their question. I have no idea. I probably would have been screwed. <laughs> even though I didn't do anything. Like the, the, even with Johnny, I have nothing against Johnny. Johnny's cool, he's a funny dude. Um, he was in my room the first season, so I have no problems with Johnny. He didn't, you know, yeah. Backstab me or cheat or any of that. It was, it was Morgan. So Morgan did her thing. Johnny did his thing at the end of the day. Like I have no beef with you, bro. And her, I don't care. So it's whatever. Uh -huh. All right. So I want to get into survivor. Um, a lot of viewers were asking this question. So I feel obligated to ask, would you ever play again? For sure. Would you ever go back on a survivor? hundred um, percent. And then if you were, what theme would you want? Because obviously it would have to be like a vet theme or fans versus favorites three type of thing. So what- Second chances, heroes versus villains, or uh, what's the one, uh, I forgot the name of it, where uh, you're like the leader of the rookies. Island of the Idols type of thing? No, no. Oh, was Island of the Idols? Yeah, David Wright was like a, t like a team coach, right? Oh, you mean Edge of yeah, Edge of Extinction was when David Wright came back. Island of the Idols was the, uh, like, Sandra and Boston Rob lived on an island and, like, coached. No, not like that. No. Like, I, w I would want to play. Like, you know, when, when 
I forgot the name of the season. How can I forget the name? When the player comes back and he's like the, he's like, Jeff will be like, he's going to help you learn how to live on this Island. And he's going to be like your, your team coach. Yeah. So they did a couple of those redemption Island did it with Boston Rob and, uh, and uh, Russell Hans. Yeah. Like that. Okay. It would be like that. That's why I couldn't think of the name. Cause, but uh, yeah, a lot of people want me on heroes versus villains. Cause I love that question because then I'm always like, what do you think I am? Yeah. I think they put you on villains to be honest with you. I but because of the Michaela thing? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't That's so you. good for me, though. I love that because in my mind, I'm like, I'm not a fucking villain. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think they put you on villains, to be honest. And I think it would be great to see you won the villains tribe with some older players and younger players because you almost won Survivor. I mean, let's not forget about that. You almost you were very close to winning. I think you were like fifth or sixth. Yeah, I was sixth place, man. Yeah. And I wanted to go to the end with Dave and Adam. Yeah. Adam's a little bitch ass. <laughs> um, so to tie into back to the challenge, Natalie comes on this season, the second U.S. Survivor player. How close were you with Natalie before? And did you guys have a pact like we got each other from the jump? You know, Big Brother sticks together, so you know Survivor's got to stick together. Yeah. Um, were you close with her before going in, or did you guys get close through the challenge? I knew her through Mitch, uh, through Michelle Fitzgerald from Survivor. Okay. Michelle's my next question, actually, because there's been rumors that Michelle's the next one to get the call to the challenge. Um, we've heard Michelle. We've heard Wendell, um, winner of Ghost Island. And then we heard Michael, I think it's Jurger from Ghost Island, too. Um, so who other survivors would you want to see make the jump from Survivor to the challenge? Uh, all of those that you just said. Okay. Uh... That would be great. Be like Crazy Ex-Girlfriends too. Uh, <laughs> uh, that'd be a crazy love triangle. Me, Michelle, and, and Wendell. That'd be freaking nuts. Um, who else? Wu Huang. Wu Huang. Uh, I, I like him. Wu is really cool. He hit me up last week to go uh, skate. Um, Cole Metters, awesome rock climber, friend of mine. Um, I was talking to Chris Hammonds last week. Chris was like, I'd love to go in a hall brawl against any of them. Be the oldest rookie to ever play and the baddest rookie to ever play. And I was like, okay, I can see that. <laughs> and um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of players on Survivor that everyone always asks me this question. I'm like, I don't know. I'll see him when I see him. <laughs> I want to ask about one specific. Because she's been mentioned. I don't know if she'll do it. It's Sydney from Karang. Um, she was the bodybuilder. Yeah. How do you think a hall brawl Sydney versus Jenny goes? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sick to watch. I have no idea. Or, or uh, a Sydney versus Tori. Because Tori beat Jenny. Yeah. So Sydney versus Tori, that would be a fight. That would be a good fight. I would want to be center front row for that one. I was center front row for Nelson versus Fessy. So that one would be another one I want to watch. Um, I feel obligated to mention Michaela just because if you're. Of course, Michaela, she's a beast. Yeah. There's some fans that think Michaela's would win her rookie season. Like the, she's that smart. She's that athletic. She's that good. Um do you think she – and obviously winning as a rookie is insanely hard. I think the last person to do it was Turbo. Um, you could kind of give Rogan just because his first season he flamed out the first five minutes. Um, well, then you can't give it to Rogan because okay. he, he flamed out his first five minutes. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You uh -huh. didn't win your rookie season. You flopped. 
Yeah. Um, do you think she could honestly go all the way, like completely honest, Michaela go all the way to win her first season? Or do you think she would need some like learning experience? This isn't Survivor. Okay. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. I wish I could say, yeah, I wish I could say no, but literally it depends on everything. Where you live, who's there, who's scared of you, who's not scared of you, who wants you out. Like there's so many aspects of, of the game. Like mm -hmm. anyone could say they're win their rookie season. Okay. Like I, my, my, in my mind, like going in, you'd think like, oh yeah, I'm going to win my rookie season. So I, I don't know. She's, she is a true competitor and a savage. Um, she could hold her own. I know that just like Natalie did, yeah. but um, yeah. Uh, know. People thought Natalie was going to win her rookie season and she, you know, yeah. life happened. So yeah. you never know what could happen. Yeah. Um, to tie in the survivor and the challenge again, but nice try, though. I'm not going to say anyone if I know anything. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> um, I love the show too much to give anybody any secrets. <laughs> um, how does Survivor differ from the challenge mentally? And then what was a better experience for you? Uh, I'm not going to say either was better. I love both experiences immensely and uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, they both taught me things about myself that I never knew I needed to learn. Um, and it differs because one, you sleep in the rain and the dirt and crabs will hide under your neck and you catch them for breakfast. And the other, you sleep in bunk beds and party with crazy people and hope that crabs don't catch you in the bed ever. <laughs> <laughs> but no, both you get to compete. So, uh, one, you're, you're, you're competing on the depletion of food, nutri nutrients, and shelter, and basic, you know, human needs. And then the other, you're competing at the highest caliber level ever because you get protein, and you get grain, and you get a gym, and you get to be as strong as possible. Uh-huh. So, they're both different. Um, I do want to ask, when you left Survivor, it was like a, a really graceful exit. You were like, damn, you guys got me. David had that fake idol thing. And then when you left the challenge, obviously last season you were, it was a medical thing, but this season it was much more emotional and it, you showed like how much you really care and you want to be there and you want to win it for your family. Um, so why was there such different reactions from leaving Survivor versus the challenge? Was it just like a mat maturation thing? You were older. Um, or what, what, what was the difference in your emotions leaving? Survivor, you know, was uh, the first show ever. Uh -huh. I never knew if I got to play again. I never knew anything. I didn't know if you can even get called back. Like I didn't know anything could happen to me. I didn't know. Um, they tricked me on Survivor. Good job. You fucking got me. Like, we, you know, we go out there and we play these games. Uh, they're just life-size games where I get to play as my own player. So playing Survivor, I lost and, and it was beautiful. Like you got me. You tricked me, you figured me out, you got me. So I was blessed to be able to play that. And I was just, you know, ecstatic that I got to play. And I got as far as I got. And I was like, wow, I almost won this damn thing. Like that's sick. Um, the challenge, you know, first season, I don't remember getting, leaving. Uh, I mean, I do, but I don't. Um, and then this season, you know, it's just the adrenaline, man. Yeah. That's all it is. I, 
even if you see like as soon as Leroy beats me, I give him a hug and I'm like, yo, man, congratulations. Like you, you did it. Good job. Like I give props where props are deserved. Whereas, you know, on Survivor, once you're voted off, you're like, okay, bye. See you later. You're going to Ponderosa and you're out. Yeah. You don't know if I'm crying in the back tent. Like, damn it, man, I lost. I mean, I wasn't because you saw the Ponderosa video. But um, in this one, immediately as you you get eliminated, you're walking out and they're like, all right, Jay, how do you feel? And it's like, well, the adrenaline's like going away now. I'm realizing that I'm going home. The game is over. I get to go see my family. Uh, Damn it, I lost a million dollars. I mean, I didn't lose a million dollars. It was never mine. So it was like different, different moment in time. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. All right. So I got I one more. I love both. Both games are sick. <laughs> I got one more viewer question to wrap up. Um, so as you said, you were a fan of the show. So they want to know if you could go back and put yourself in one season. It could be all the way back to like – Fresh meat, it could be a newer season like Final Reckoning or War of the Worlds. If you could be on one season, the challenges, the location, the cast, what season would you put yourself on? Total madness. I'll never change my life. Okay, good answer. I fucking love my life. Good answer. I like that. I don't. Because then that would take away Survivor. That would take away X on the Beach. That would take away so many things where I love my life. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I want to say thanks for doing this. Um, This is the time I just want to let you, anything you want to shout out, your company, your social media handles, whatever you want to say, just last words type of thing. Cool. Uh, Everybody, thank you so much for following me. Dylan, thank you for chilling with your boy right now. That was sick. Um, I had a great time. Great questions. Great job trying to, you know, get some info out of me. Not going to happen. But on top of that, Anyone, if you don't follow me, go follow me at JQSKIM, JQSKIM. And on Instagram, there's no J-A-Y, it's just J the letter. I know it's a crazy name. Everyone's like J-Squim, what the hell is that? But, um, but everything you need to know about me, just go to jstare.com. You'll find everything there from Stay Local merchandise to um, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, cameos, whatever you want, jstare.com, home base, that's your place. Okay. Again, for doing this. Um, oh, dude, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Really enjoyed it. All right. Have a good rest of your day. All right, brother. You too. Thanks for listening to the, that episode of the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Reminder, you can find Jay on Instagram at jqskim. And I'm at Dylan underscore Deckard underscore. Have a good one.